We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So on Monday, the Ravens pulled off the first blockbuster move ahead of this year's NFL trade deadline, which of course is today at 4 p.m. Eastern by acquiring Bears star linebacker Roquan Smith. And as you might imagine, there was plenty of national reaction around the league, including some who feel this addition puts Baltimore over the top as a Super Bowl contender this year year let's go i'm bobby trotsett with sarah ellison it's tuesday november 1st and this is your morning ravens vault and rashad bateman's foot sprain continues to give the ravens second year wide receiver trouble and it isn't going away anytime soon an update on number seven status and availability just ahead. Plus, through eight weeks of football, several of Baltimore's rookies have been actively contributing. We'll hear how they're grading out, according to John Harbaugh. We have all that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. All right, Bobby, tell us what is the NFL world saying about the newest member of Baltimore's defense? Sarah, a lot. For how excited and fired up I'm sure we came across in yesterday's instant reaction episode, the national folks almost took our enthusiasm to another level. Roquan Smith joins the Ravens as a 25-year-old star in his prime who, like Lamar Jackson, is betting on himself and representing himself in the final year of his rookie contract. Here's ESPN's Mina Kimes. Well, trade tops, this tells us that the Ravens want to win a Super Bowl, which mm. I love. And think they uh, can. And think they can. Uh, and so they're all in. That's what this move is. Although I, I would maybe note that if Roquan were to walk after the year, this year, there could be a compensatory pick. So maybe that's factoring into their, their mm. math as well. I don't know, Adam. I'm just thinking about the contracts that they're facing. But from a football perspective, um, Roquan Smith is just one of the more complete linebackers in the NFL. He's so good in coverage. He helps a unit that's been improving over the last few weeks, but has struggled a bit in run defense. I think this frees up Patrick Queen to do more of what he does really well, which is blitzing. He's just, I don't know, like a complete NFL linebacker. He it just is. makes them better. Oh, okay, Bobby. There's a lot to unpack there. But above all else, Mina thinks the addition of Roquan puts Baltimore back in the Super Bowl contention conversation. And hey, I tend to agree. At the very least, this move proves that Eric DaCosta and the Ravens, 
they believe they can make a Super Bowl run. That's why they're buying right now, whereas teams like the Bears, who know they have no chance, are selling and instead are looking toward the future. The Ravens' future, it's right now. And of course, we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves seeing how Roquan hasn't even stepped on the field yet, but as, as Robert Griffin III said on Monday Night Countdown, Baltimore's weakest position group just became one of their strongest, at least on paper. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's slow our roll just a little bit. We got to see if there's a seamless fit first. Otherwise, this could just be a one-year rental, kind of like Yannick Nagakwe was a couple of years ago. Marcus Spears, though, on the other hand, he thinks this is going to be a perfect marriage. The fit is perfect for this defense and the way they play it schematically, but the fit is also perfect from where we think about the Ravens from a defensive standpoint and their mentality. Downhill, pull the pin type guys in the run game and linebackers that can run east and west, sideline to sideline. The other thing about Roquan, I think it, it gets lost that because he's been in Chicago and, and to be a, you know, on the big stage, you want to know if guys are impactful. We see them time and time again. The Ravens defense just got a lot better. Yeah. It's not, it's not, this is not a small trade for this team. To your point, trying to win a Super Bowl, but also you look at you look at the AFC. And you think about now how we're how we've talked about the league trending towards you being on the ground more, but also a blitzing linebacker. Oh, that's it's he's going to help their pass rush too. Yeah, it's going to tremendously help 100%. their pass rush. All right, Bobby, can you tell that Swagoo is a little fired up about this move? But something he made reference to is how Roquan has been subject to a lot of losing during his five years in Chicago, and while that may have been the case, he certainly didn't allow it to affect his play because since entering the league in 2018, no player besides Bobby Wagner has more tackles and Roquan is already off to a tear this year with the league leading 83 tackles to go along with 2.5 sacks and two picks. And now enter ESPN's Dan Orlovsky. When I think of Baltimore's defense for the last 15 years, I think of like Ray Lewis and I think of C.J. Mosley. Yeah. And, and so we've all said that this doesn't look like the Ravens' defense of old. I'm not saying Roquan is either of those guys, but he certainly looks a lot like Mosley did before right he direction. left, right? So Absolutely. Uh, if you're going to go to the number one seed, you're going to have to beat Tennessee. You're going to have to handle their run game. You're going to have to handle... Buffalo or New England's run game, I love the move for move for Baltimore. And Sarah, speaking to the compensation end of things, in exchange for Roquan, Baltimore is sending second and fifth round picks to Chicago along with linebacker A.J. Klein. According to Adam Schefter, of the $5.408 million that's owed to Roquan this year, Chicago's agreed to handle $4.833 million of it leaving the Ravens on the hook for just 575000 on top of the future draft capital and, of course, Klein. Now, as we mentioned in yesterday's instant reaction, Roquan's playing for an extension. And should he pick up in Baltimore where things left off in Chicago, he will not be cheap come 2023. He and his camp are rumored to want around $20 million per season. Per season. So we'll see what the future holds here in Baltimore. But the important part is he's here now. And the Ravens' defense is better for it. And still to come here on The Vault, lots of updates on player health, including where Rashad Bateman's status is with that nagging foot sprain. Brace yourself, because I'm sorry to say it, I don't have encouraging news. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all 
Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So John Harbaugh dropped a lot of injury news on Monday during his media availability, and some of it was pretty encouraging, but other pieces of it sounds like it could be really bad moving forward, specifically for a key playmaker. So what's going on? All right, Bobby. Yeah, let's get the bad news out of the way first. Okay, to put it bluntly, first round wide receiver Rashad Bateman season, uh, it's in jeopardy. We all know Bateman has been dealing with a foot injury that caused him to miss two games this season already, and then it prevented him from playing in the second half of the Bucks game Thursday night. Now, initially, head coach John Harbaugh was told by trainers and doctors after that game that Bateman had just tweaked his foot injury and that he should be fine. But after the weekend and more tests were run, it now looks like the injury was more serious than originally thought. Bateman's a little bit more uh, disappointing in the sense that uh, it, it, after the game they thought it was a, a kind of a tweak, but uh, there's a little more there from a strange standpoint. So that's going to be uh, conversations will be had. It looks like it's going to be a few weeks. Yeah, Sarah, that didn't sound good. Just the tone and everything about it. Harb said that they need to have conversations and that they'll have more to report later this week. To me, it just kind of seems as if they're having conversations about potentially putting him on injured reserve, and who knows? We don't want to speculate in this regard, but I wouldn't be surprised if potential surgeries in play here as well. Yeah, those were my same exact thoughts. And I should also note that Bateman posted an image on Instagram on Monday that featured a drawing of this stick figure walking on a straight path to a flag at the end of this finish line. And then that drawing was called My Plan. Then there was another drawing of a stick figure on a path filled with mountains and valleys and all sorts of obstacles on the way to another finish line. And then that drawing was called God's Plan. And then the caption for the, all the drawings read, Sometimes God doesn't do things the way we think he should, but God has a perfect plan. Close quote. So to me, Bobby, it sounds like Rashad sees a very bumpy road ahead. Yeah, partner, there's no doubt the Ravens made a great trade with Roquan Smith, as we've already detailed. But if Bateman can't go for either multiple weeks or the rest of this season, they're going to be in serious need at the wide receiver position. And look, to no one's surprise, fans are still clamoring for another receiver to help out in Lamar Jackson's offense. And guess what? I'm not sure I can blame him. No, I can't either. And listen, I don't know what's going to happen at the wide receiver position, but I will say this. 
the Ravens still have some salary cap room to make another move. Now, as you mentioned earlier, Bobby, the Ravens are only on the hook for about 575k of Roquan's salary this season. So Baltimore still has about $2 million or so under the cap. It's not a lot, but they could also extend someone like Marcus Peters to create more. Now, listen, I don't know what this move can be, if he'll make a move, but if he does make a move, I personally doubt Eric DaCosta would give up more draft picks in another trade. But Bobby... You already know I have been pounding the table for one Odell Beckham Jr. And he's still out there. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's get to the good news on the injury front because we're going to go off on a tangent if we don't. Yes, we will. All right. Let's get to the good news on the injury front. First, Harbaugh. Remember, he also said after the game that tight end Mark Andrews' injury wasn't serious. And good news there. He stood by that analysis on Monday. Uh, Andrews still will have to work through a shoulder and knee injury, but Harbaugh said they're minor. And the Ravens head coach also gave excellent news on running back Gus Edwards. And remember, Gus also went out during that Bucks game. So Harbaugh described Gus, his injury, his hamstring injury, as day-to-day and that he has a chance for Monday night's game against the Saints. Yeah, whether they play Monday night or not, the Ravens are only playing in one game over a 23-day stretch. So... That time's going to be super, super valuable for these guys and anyone else that's banged up. Yeah, and Bobby, I haven't even gotten to perhaps the best injury news. Harbaugh said on Monday that both outside linebackers Tyus Bowser and David Ajabo will be activated to the 53-man roster this week. So let me just say two quick things about this. Number one, the Ravens have now successfully helped rehab three players from serious Achilles injuries with these two guys and also Justice Hill. Now, the training staff has understandably taken a lot of criticism recently, so they deserve some love here. All right, number two, the Ravens' defense. Listen, we've seen it. They've been playing incrementally better each week, but with Tyus Ojabo and now Roquan Smith, this unit is going to get significantly better. All right, we may just have to be a little patient, though, with Ojabo, considering he's a rookie. Here's Harbaugh on when he and Tyus will return to game action. They'll be activated, you know, so they'll both be they'll be both be activated and available. We'll see what happens. I mean, I would I would expect, you know, I, I think Tyus would be ready to play for sure, you know, and, and really it kind of comes back to Tyus, you know, saying I'm going, you know, he wants to be wants to be mentally ready to go, so you can ask him, but I'm kind of counting on him, you know, to be honest with you. And he has targeted, you know, this game, so we'll see. And then um, Jabo, you know, David's a little different. We'll see where he's at with it in terms of being ready as a rookie. But uh, he would also be possible as far as playing in the game Monday night. Harps was also asked about how hard it will be to figure out where Ojabo is, given that he didn't have training camp or the preseason for them to evaluate how well he knows this defense. It's hard. I mean, where's he at? You know, we got to get him out there to practice more and, uh, and see what he looks like. You know, he hasn't really been in team, any teams yet, period. So we got to take a look at the team period, see how much he knows with the defense and you're right. You just got to see what it looks like. That's where we're at right now. All right, Bobby. Do you remember back in the day, long before the Ravens vault had begun, you and I, as non-partners at the time, put together a recap of the draft back in April explaining how we and others around the league felt that Baltimore had won the draft. Well, guess what? We've been seeing why 
lately. Yeah, we certainly have been. And you know who comes to mind first for me in that category? It's Tyler Linderbaum. We've talked about him a lot recently. Baltimore's rookie center has been so steady and such an infusion of stability in the middle part of that offensive line. John Harbaugh was asked on Monday if Linderbaum's mobility and willingness and skill to impact the second level of the field have opened the door for new dimensions within the run game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's also, he's reaching guys, you know, he's reaching shades. Uh, he's reaching three techniques sometime, which is pretty incredible. So it's the stuff that you saw in college and you always ask yourself, is this going to transfer to the NFL? That's really, the, that's the game of the draft, so to speak, and the evaluation part of it. And I would say so far, so good. You know, his, his, his game is, is transferring very well to the NFL. Well, for a position that had been somewhat of a revolving door since Ryan Jensen departed Baltimore, Watching Linderbaum literally get better and better each week is such a welcome sight. Bobby, what other rookies did Harbaugh highlight? Well, rookie safety Kyle Hamilton might just be coming off of his best game of his young career in last Thursday's win over Tampa. He saw 31 coverage snaps, just four targets, allowing just 15 yards, and recorded an impressive PBU that you're about to hear John Harbaugh talk about. For that, he came out as PFF's highest-graded Ravens defender, and earned this praise from Harbs. You know, give Kyle Lackery blocked really well in a lot of ways. I mean, he's going up against one of the best nose guards in football. And I think he, he might have got him one time, but Kyle settled down and, and, and played great. Blocking the second level was excellent. Then the unsung parts, I mean, all the snaps were right there. All the stuff that Lamar was doing with the ball handling, those snaps were right there with a really good nose guard lined up over him. So he played exceptionally well. Then Kyle... His role, I think, continues to expand, you know, and you can see him kind of growing into growing into. It. We're kind of figuring out, you know, where he fits and what we're doing. And he he stepped up, made some excellent plays. I mean, that coverage on the goal line where he knocked the ball away, you know, you just can't be done any better than that. And um, so we're happy with all those guys. And you know, we can't forget the rookie who's coming off the game of his life under the primetime lights, no less. That is tight end Isaiah Likely. Oh yeah, and in Mark Andrews' absence. Likely posted six receptions for a team-high 77 yards and a touchdown to go along with him. He was PFF's highest-graded Raven point-blank in Week 8 at 87.4, and Harbaugh made sure to mention his special teams play and even had a little fun with some wordplay while doing so. Listen to this. To see Isaiah step up finally, you know, not that he wasn't playing well, he was playing well, but now he got some real opportunities to make some plays and, and made them for us, you know not the least of which was recovering the onside kick at the end of the game. So, you know, we don't take any of that lightly. Uh, he was uh, he was good. Yeah, you kind of you got that. See, somebody got that. Thank you. And before we jump, some other quick news items you need to know, beginning with John Harbaugh being asked if he's starting to see wide receiver Devin Duvernay fill the all-around player role that the Ravens envisioned when they first drafted him. Because those are things he did in college, right? Uh, he's, he's that kind of a guy where he can, he, can, he, can, he can put the ball in his hands, he can run routes underneath, he can, he can run deep crossers, he can go deep, return man. You know, he's, he's been very valuable. And finally, in the spirit of Halloween, the Ravens media team posted a hilarious video of rookies Kyle Hamilton and Pepe Williams going through a haunted house together. If you need a good laugh of not just grown men, but grown NFL football players cry like babies, go check it out. Here's just a snippet. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Bro, why the wall was coming out at me, bro? That boy leaning right there. That boy leaning right there. Watch him. 
Speed up, I ain't scared. I'm close my eyes. Speed up, don't close, close my bro. eyes. Don't close, close my eyes. Bro. You gotta see what's going on. Hey, we good. Ah! We good. Ah! We good. Ah! We good. Ah! Come on, come on, come on, come hey. on. Hey, bro. Top, hey, man. I got him. I got him. I got him. Top, Back up. I got him. Back I don't up, got him. Bro. bro, I'm real life sweaty. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please tap that follow button and share it with a friend. You can also catch us on YouTube by searching Ravens Vault Podcast. And we can also be reached by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com if you have any comments, questions, or if you'd be interested in advertising with us. That's all the time we've got today, but the vault will be back Wednesday with the Ravens news you need to know.